To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Time to talk sports with resident sports jock. <laughs> wow. Jason Pine, ex award winning football player. <laughs> yeah. No, I never won any awards as a player. You would have got most improved sometime. I, I probably did. <laughs> I probably got most punctual. <laughs> uh, let's talk sport for the weekend. What's happening the weekend? For me, I want to ask you what are your thoughts? What were your initial thoughts when Wayne Smith took over as Blackfern's coach? He made such a big song and dance about when he retired, that that was it, wasn't it? He was going to get a camper van, go with his wife, travel around New Zealand. That was it. Don't ring me. I think he's probably done that. <laughs> I think he's probably done that. It's like when people say, I'm going to retire and do all the things I wasn't able to do when I was working. I mean, there's only so many camper van trips you can go on. There's only so many rounds of golf you can play. There's only so many times you can get out in the garden. I think a guy like Wayne Smith, and I don't know Wayne Smith at all, but from the outside looking in, he strikes me as the kind of guy who needs something to get up for, and rugby has been his life. And so I think when the opportunity was offered to him, it was probably one he couldn't turn down, not because he needs the money or or necessarily wants, you know, or, or needs the job, but he, he wants to do it from what I can see. He's uh, been, in the time, you know, since the conversation began, I understand he's been pouring over footage of what happened when the Black Ferns had their end-of-year tour last year when they lost all four of their games to England and France. And, look, everybody who's ever been coached by Wayne Smith, they call him the professor. Yeah. You know, and so his rugby brain is one that the Black Ferns will get huge benefit from. I can't really think of a better person to be in charge. No. Uh, He's got Sir Graham Henry alongside with him, uh, a couple of other assistant coaches as well. And, um, you know, I, I... the Black Ferns, you know, they can't afford to fall on their faces at their home World Cup. No. They must play well and in we this saw World Cup. Th- we saw that with the cricket, didn't we? Because that was really disappointing. It know? was. It was. You it was, you know, they didn't make the semifinals in their home tournament. I mean, if the Black Ferns were to miss the semifinals of a home rugby World Cup, that really would be not not on at all. And, and you kind of get the feeling that with Wayne Smith at the helm, that is less likely to happen. In fact, he might be able to, in the space of a few short months, be able to turn them around into a, a team that could challenge for this. I think we both agree if anyone can, he can. I think so. I, yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah, it. I think yeah. it's the best possible appointment they could have made. And I see that he uh, went down to the local uh, Wins office or, or did it online. I'm not sure how he did it, but he applied for his pension. He, did, <laughs> oh, <did> he? <laughs> he applied for his pension two days ago and then started this job. He's in pretty so, good shape, isn't he? For, what is he, 65 now? 65, he's, in, he's, in pretty yeah. good, he's in pretty good shape. And, and, and clearly still extremely clued up on on the game and he hasn't let the game pass him by. Yeah. You know, he's obviously kept up with modern trends in both the men's and women's game. He, like, as I said, you couldn't have a better person in charge of that team. All right, let's talk a little bit of rugby because all the super franchise teams have gone into Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we feel sorry for Manawa, the the Polynesian, what's it? Yeah, uh, Moana, Moana Pacifica. Pacifica yeah, Western because... Force have got COVID in their camp. I mean, here's the Moana Pacifica side. They missed the first couple of games because they had COVID. Then they missed another couple because other teams had it. So they've been playing catch-up all season. Finally, they get to some sense of normality when they've caught up and they have another game yeah. postponed. So I feel sorry for them. Um, but, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's just... Just a small blip. All of the other teams are uh, are okay. in Melbourne, so we'll have five games across 
across a super weekend, all on the same ground, which I wonder how that'll look after four or five games on it, but I suppose they've worked it out. I believe the weather in Melbourne's been fantastic, so I don't think it's going to be a problem. Um, Hurricanes versus Reds. I don't know a lot about the Reds except for their coach. I mean, uh, Brad Thorne is their coach, so obviously we know that, and anyone that has anything to do with Brad Thorne knows it'll be hard-nosed. Are they a real chance against the Hurricanes Absolutely they are. They're, they're, um, I mean, they're the... They're either top or they're second. I should have checked this before I came in of the Australian conference. Uh, you know, not that there are conferences, it's just that the two uh, competitions were played separately for the first eight or nine weeks. But they have only lost one game this season. However, they've also lost this weekend their key playmaker, and that is uh, James O'Connor, who is their first five. He's played every single game for them, but pinged a knee last weekend and is unfortunately not only out for this game, but by the sounds of it, it's going to be out for the so rest pa- of the season. So, Piney, I'm running out of time, as always, and I love having this conversation with you. Uh, Hurricanes to win that? I'd, I'd, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say they will, but but only because I think it's probably driven a little bit uh, from ignorance of the um, of how good these Australian sides might be. You've got 49 seconds to tell me why Auckland people should get off their ass and buy some tickets to the Phoenix versus the Western Sydney Wanderers at Eden Park. I mean, just the fact of watching a game of football on Eden Park is enough for me. They always turn up. I, I think they will turn up. I, I see that David Dome that during the week, the general manager of the club, has said that they're a bit disappointed with pre-sales. Uh, they, I know they wanted to try and get up somewhere near 20,000. We've got 18,000 here on Easter Sunday here in Wellington, so you'd have to think with the population base being what it is that they could rival that. Um, you know, if the weather's nice uh, and they've, I know they've been doing a bit of promotion around the city, hopefully they'll be able to get a, a good crowd along. This is, Nick, the most important game of the Wellington Phoenix this season, bar none. They simply must win this game if they are to stay in contention, not only for the, for the top four, which would bring a home playoff game, but for the top six, because it is just so tight in the A-League. Oh, Jason Pine, and I I just want to say, I forgot how good it was to listen to your commentary. I watched the game because I was with somebody with COVID, so I couldn't actually go to the game on Sundays. I watched the full game. It's the first full game of football I've ever watched in my life, and I thought your commentary... uh, it was just amazing. You're just so damn good at it. Oh, thanks, mate. That's very nice. I'll, yeah. Hopefully, they'll keep me on for another game. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be listening again this Sunday. It'll be the second full game of football I've ever watched.